Hey, Marshall. Hi, Elizabeth. Would you like to talk about Lost? I would. Very good. <laughs> This one was a lot. A doozy. <laughs> a doozy, but in a good way. Yeah, and man, let me tell you, the next couple episodes are going to be doozies yeah, we as were, well. Yeah, we're, we're uh, ramping up oh, to yeah. the finale. Well, this is Jungle of Mystery, and we're talking about Season 3, Episode 19, The Brig. The Brig. Oh, man. Listening to you guess what the brig was referring to is making me laugh because I was like, somehow I don't think that he's going to be like, oh, it must be the Black Rock. <laughs> no, no way. I didn't see that coming at all. But you did figure out it's going to be Locke. But I think that's I think I coached you on that one a little bit. You did. Yeah. <laughs> got to stop. And that's not got to stop doing that. That's not a that's not a real that's not a real W in my column. Yeah. So it's a John Locke joint this week. But really, if we're being honest. It's a Sawyer it's a joint. It's Sawyer joint. Yeah. Poor Sawyer. Oh, man. Let's uh, get right on into it. We don't have our usual flashbacks this week. We have the fun little catch-us-up-on-the-last-week kind of flashbacks instead of before-the-island stuff. Yeah. So we are learning everything that happened to Locke while... You know, Jack and Juliet and all of them were making it back to the camp, and we figure out why he has that bandage on his hand. It's gross. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, he, that was when he went to say goodbye to a, Kate. Yeah, yeah, he went to say goodbye to Kate and had that bandage, and he was like, not looking great. Yeah, yeah, he, he, human mouth is disgusting. Yeah, it sure is. At least it healed really fast because that's the island, right? Yeah. So, on that first day, I think it says it was eight days ago, right? Is that? Yes, right? eight. Yeah. So we're back with Ben and Locke looking at Cooper in the closet. And Ben keeps insisting that Locke brought him here. Brought him here. He keeps insisting that they did not bring him there. They can't tell him how he got there because he just showed up. And maybe Locke knows how he got there. And Locke says, you want me to ask him how he got here? And Ben's like, sure, go for it. And then as soon as he gets close to him... <laughs> He bites him. Fucking bites him. Yeah, yeah. And he says, don't you know where we are? Oh, that was so great. I'm glad somebody finally just came, came out and, out and said, said it. it. It's a little hot for heaven. I love that line yep. later. Oh, my God. That's so great. His parts, I mean, he's a great actor. He's like, such a cunt. But yes. Yeah, he is. Like in the, be like, <laughs> capital C Sorry, cunt. Sorry, that's a harsh But like in the best way. word for the podcast. Oh, so, but he... Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, I, he's a real cunt. You say it in Australian. <laughs> there you go. That makes fine. it better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. But he, yeah, I mean, it's, oh man, he's such a, his character is like the epitome of like a real terrible good character. Yeah. You know? And especially in this episode, because he just, he thinks he's dead and he's in hell. So like. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, let's just let it all hang <laughs> he's out. He's just reveling in it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He he, he's, I would be like, if I found out that a, Afterlife is real, and B, I was in hell. I'd be a little more upset, but he was just like, yeah, this tracks. <laughs> I was ready for this. <laughs> I was ready for this. Yeah. And then Ben drops the first of many bombs. He says, 
He tells Locke that they're leaving. He says, we're going to a new place. Well, an old place, actually. Every he every line he says in this is so cryptic. I know. <laughs> it's almost it's almost stereotypically yeah. like it's almost like a cliche by the end of this how cryptic every single thing he says. <laughs> I still like it, but it's like, well, put an old place. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, Ben. <laughs> Cut the shit, Ben. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> so he asks he he invites Locke to come with them. So we cut to the next day. They're all camping out. They've left the barracks. And Sydney is talking to Locke. And she says that everyone is excited that Locke is with them. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. That's not something that Locke needs to hear. In my, in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> and he is summoned by Ben as... And Ben is in his tent listening to the tape from Juliet. And Ben does something shocking here where he just tells Locke what Juliet is doing. Yeah. With no... All of a sudden, he's not being cryptic, right? He's just like, oh, she's uh, taking samples on the fertile woman and we're going to kidnap them, right? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it makes it all the more jarring when he's actually straightforward about something. Yeah. But it seems to be... That he is trusting Locke because Locke is special, right? Oh, God. <laughs> the minute Locke showed up, he started to feel better. He, he started to physically feel better, right? It was easier for him to walk, and he's not hurting as much. As soon as Locke showed up. <sighs> They're really playing some, like, multi-level stuff with him here, like... The way that the, the different people coming and talking to him, it's like it's just all feels like a big plot. Yeah, I think I think that Ben is. I mean, I, I think that we can trust a lot of what happens in this episode, like what Richard says later. Like Ben can't deny that he thinks that Locke is special, but he needs True. Locke to be a grateful you know, wide-eyed sidekick and not think that he can, you know, take charge, right? So that's what this episode is all about. He's No, I definitely think that it's it, it's happened so much in the show, but like there's components of it that are, are true, but they're using it to yeah, manipulate. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it is very hard to deny that Locke was paralyzed and now isn't anymore, right? Like... It's pretty special. He's like, yeah, you're special, but don't get any big ideas, little little man. Don't get don't get too big for your britches yeah. there. But too late, he has been oh, since he got shit. here. Sure has. We're up to some he's real but- season one lock shit in this episode. He's really he's wearing some some Jared pre Subway diet pants <laughs> at this point. That's how big he is for his britches. That was a really contracted analogy. That was but wild. Anyways. anyways he's got huge pants yes there we go all right and he's still too big for him yeah for sure so he wants to teach Locke about the island but Locke is not ready he's still crippled by the man he used to be is this such cult shit yeah straight out of cult handbook and he says you know they they bring up Cooper again and he says why do you think you brought him here and Locke is like, I thought it was your magic box. And Ben says, the magic box is a metaphor, John. It's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> so they need him to make this big gesture that he's ready to commit and become another. 
and that gesture. But they also call it a gesture of free will. But if you're like asking him to do something, then it's not free will. Like he's doing the thing you asked him to do. I, you know well, what I mean? That seems like still free will. Kind of. I mean, he's saying like, yes, he's. It's borderline, but he's not saying I'm going to stand here and force you to do this. He's saying you don't have to do it, but if you don't do it, you can't come with us. All right. Yeah. You have to make this really big choice to show me that you're willing to follow me. And, you know, but uh, he's not he's not forcing him to do it. Right. He's just like, fuck it. Do it or don't. Right. So Ben wakes Locke up in the middle of the night, tells him it's time. And he brings him over to Cooper and gives him a knife. And this is when he starts just being a real shit. Like, you can feel how he is so confident that he's already dead, right? He's like, this is just too much (laughs) for Cooper's little mind. (laughs) Yeah, he's really uh, egging the guy with a knife. Like, you know, normally if you're doing that, you're either a psychopath or you don't understand the gravity of the situation. I think that's... But even if this it's probably the latter, yeah. Even if this was like in the quote unquote real world, I feel like Cooper would be doing this. Like he's so not the, threatened yeah. by Locke in the slightest. Yeah. He's and he's so arrogant that he Yeah. would just think he's gonna get out of there regardless. And it's just it's just doubled down here because he is convinced that he's in hell. Because he has to be, right? Like he's on this fucking yeah. island and here's Locke who can stand in front of him. <laughs> Oh, God. So, he says, you know, he's just goading him. He says, you're wasting your time. All he wants is his daddy. <laughs> oh, man, it was brutal. That whole sequence was I know. brutal. And he keeps going back to Locke and saying, you haven't figured it out yet, huh? And so Ben is just, they're both just humiliating him, right? And as the scene is going on, we see everyone else start to gather and watch and just see Locke be put down by Ben and Cooper. And then he has to do like a walk of shame back through the crowd when he fails to kill Cooper. And I, I also find it interesting that both when we first see him when he's in the room, right? Yeah. When he first sees him and he gets bit, that they shut him up before he can finish talking about where he thinks he is. Right? Like, they... Yeah. He's like, where do you think we are? And then they immediately, sh- like, push Locke out of the room and Zeke shuts the door. Yeah, yeah. Is his name Zeke? Nope, it's Tom. <laughs> oh. Or no, that wasn't even... But it what? Well, was it Tom or Richard? I don't know. If there's somebody, it, it was if somebody was, with them, it's it always Tom. Tom or Richard. <laughs> it was Tom, but wasn't his name Zeke before? No, that's just what Sawyer called him. That was one of the Sawyer nicknames. Oh! Man, I've had that in my name as like, okay, whatever. <laughs> In my head, okay. Anyways, Tom pushes him out of the room, shuts the door before he can finish. Yeah. And then here, when he's tied to the sacrificial pillar, yeah. Ben does this, like, like Mortal Kombat oh, spin yeah. move with Knocks a stick. Oh, yeah, knocks him out with the cane. And hits him real hard in the side of the head. Yeah. Before he can finish talking about it. Yeah. So, I wonder how much of that is just, like, saving that reveal, and how much of that is them actually being concerned about what he was going to say. I don't know. I don't know, Marshall. <laughs> Thank you. Remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. <laughs> we'll learn more. <laughs> Are we in hell? 
So after this scene, or before Locke does his little walk of shame away, Ben dramatically turns to the crowd and says, I'm sorry, he's not who we thought he was. Ugh, so Jesus. what a fucking put down, man. Yeah. We see Locke again a day or two later. His hand is already fully healed up. And so he takes his bandage off. And then we meet one of my favorite characters, Richard. I mean, we've met him, but we like really get to talk to him now. Eyeliner guy. Eyeliner guy, yeah. Yeah. I'm always surprised that he's not... He never makes it to the very top of, like, the favorite character polls and everything. I think that's because he's, like... I guess in the grand scheme of things, like, a relatively minor player, but I think he's very cool. We're gonna learn more about him, and I think he's a very cool character. And he's one of my favorites. He uh, He's, like, a... For me, at least, a very recognizable character actor that shows up in a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah, great. He's a great actor, but, yeah... His, yeah, that's what this is what I mean. Like I, every time I, he shows up, it's like in in like a cool. He's never like a main character, but he's always like a cool uh, tertiary character. Yeah, but yeah, I, I again, this is part of like this whole like multi level chess or whatever they're playing with him, where he shows up and he's like, Ben was just trying to humiliate you. Here's a file on Sawyer. <laughs> Well, so... I'm also not trying to manipulate Oh, you. God, for sure. Poor little Locke, man. Poor, poor little Mew Mew. <laughs> so, this scene seems to suggest that everybody's kind of sick of Ben's shit, right? Like, Richard <laughs> seems to be very high up in the inner circle or whatever, right? So he's maybe not... Well, he brought Juliet over. Right. We've seen him. He, he's... He's allowed to leave the island, which is huge, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, he's probably up there, maybe not too far below Ben, right? Like, he's a very influential person, at the very least. And right. here he is going behind Ben's back, and seemingly speaking for everyone when he says, like, we're all excited about you, because you're so special, and Ben has been, like, yanking our chains for a while now, right? And what he says to me is very interesting. He says, Ben has been wasting our time with novelties like fertility problems, which, first of all, fuck you. That's fuck a, little, you a little bit. Yeah, that was that was like, okay, well, that's not a novelty. Kind of a, that's a pretty kind big of a deal. huge deal, but whatever. But he says, we're looking for someone to remind us that we're here for more important reasons. So here we are back again at the whole lock is like a chosen one thing, right? And yes. Ben is insecure about his position. And so he's trying to put Locke down in front of everybody so that Locke has to rely on him, right? He doesn't think that, oh, I'm special enough that I can just run this joint, right? Ben needs him to know that, like, you are nothing. You don't understand anything that's going on. You need me to show you what's going on. But here comes Richard, and he's like, maybe you don't need Ben. (laughs) I, We're all kind and of I sick think of that him. this is, I think this is like a, a kind of like little column A, little column B. Yeah. I don't think that he's being a hundred percent honest. I think there's a component of it there, but I, I do think he's still fucking with him. Like, yes, absolutely. I, I, Everyone who yeah. is speaking to Locke in this episode is fucking with him. Um. Yes, <laughs> but it's like I do think some of them are getting tired of Ben's shit. Yes. obviously we know Juliet is. Yeah. Uh, and so it was not unrealistic to think that other people are getting tired of a shit, mm-hmm. but I also don't think that he's like there of his own, oh, I'm, I'm just so excited to see a, uh, 
<laughs> Messiah. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> so I, I think it's it's a little bit of both, but they're still just trying to manipulate them. At the very least, that may be how the other people are feeling. Right. Like the the kind of the crowd might be feeling that way, and maybe Richard is a new player who's like, maybe I could use this. Right. Like the the others as a as a collective the the faces that we've seen but don't seem to be as important right like right cindy and her level right just like the citizens <laughs> the citizens i think it's true that they are like wow holy shit this guy can walk and he couldn't walk before uh, right like i think that yeah. they are getting like riled up and excited about him but richard seems to be playing his own game and using this to his advantage so like you said i think it's a it's it's partially truthful but it's also just him trying to use Locke, just like Ben is. Yeah. So, yeah, we get to the issue where Richard says, Ben knows that you weren't going to be able to kill him in front of everybody, and he was just trying to embarrass you. And I know that you can't kill him, and that's okay. So maybe you can get this guy to do it. And Locke is like, <laughs> why would why would Sawyer kill Cooper? Oh, Richard's man. like, keep reading. Why would Sawyer kill my father? He doesn't even know him. Yep. Womp womp. Oh my god. So, on our last day, Ben has packed everybody up and they're leaving and Locke is not allowed to go with them. He has to stay behind with Cooper. It's your mess, John. Why should we clean it up? <laughs> and Locke says, you can't leave me, not after everything. And don't, <laughs> don't tell, tell me, me what, what I can't, I can't do. do. Don't tell me what I can't do. Oh god. And then Locke says, but I thought I was special. Oh, God. And Ben says, well, everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> so fucking pathetic. I know, he's so pathetic. Ah! It so hurts. So pathetic. Um, so Ben says, you know, I'll we'll leave you a trail that you can follow, but you can't come with us unless you are carrying your father's body on your back. It's quite the ultimatum. Yeah. Holy shit. Don't come out without your dad's fucking corpse. <laughs> So, that catches us up to present day, and then... I would cut the head off. I would not try to bring the whole thing back, but... And it's more symbolic to bring the whole body. No, I know. The, the, it's Same. about the imagery, Marshall. Oh, well, I'm, yeah, for sure. And but then, I mean, let me not, tell you, not that, boy howdy. Not that bringing back a head isn't symbolic. <laughs> no, I think it's way more symbolic this way. Like, having to physically carry the burden. Carry the weight. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because, boy, let me tell you, that shot of him lifting him on the back. Oh, my God. So dope. Cinema. Cinema. So, our episode opens on Locke reading that file and then burning it. That we now know, you know, from our flashbacks, we know is Sawyer's file. Yeah. Uh, and he burns it and we hear somebody struggling in the background. And he says, save your breath. Which, what an ominous opening to the episode like i know everything kind of happens quickly and it takes a while for us to realize that that's cooper in there what what were you thinking after that opening scene uh, did you assume it was cooper or did you think it might be ben or something i i think after like the second time like i i kind of thought pretty quickly that it was not yeah ben yeah but at the beginning i was i was just kind of caught up in like how how cool that scene yeah was. it's just like what did i just watch <laughs> Yeah. So on the beach, Kate and Sawyer, I guess, are still sleeping together. <laughs> yep. And 
and Kate is trying to sneak out to go sleep in her own tent, and Sawyer is like, poor Sawyer, man. Just again. Yes, he's like, Lord. she says some bullshit line about like, oh, I can't sleep unless I'm in my own tent, and he's like, alright, well, here we go, and she very clearly meant, you stay here, and I'm going to leave. <laughs> I don't want you to come God. with me. Stop sleeping with this woman. He's in love with her. But she's a... Mm. <laughs> she's a harlot! So she's <laughs> just super not into him at all. That just sucks. She just... does this fake little God. flirty nose scrunch like three times in this scene. I know. But I hate so much. It's like, okay, it's cute the first time, but then you keep doing it and it's like, oh, you're forcing it. <laughs> yes. That whole scene was just like... <laughs> Yeah, it's cringy and bad, and it's supposed to be super cringe. It's supposed to be cringy. Yeah, no, they they uh they check that box. Yeah. Good lord. So she's trying to ditch him, and he's like, "Whatever, I gotta pee anyway." So he gets up and pees, and she goes off to her own tent. He sees Hurley and Jen being super suspicious, like guarding this tent, <laughs> and he's like, "What's uh what's going on? Uh, you know, I'm just going to take a leak." And they're like, "Yeah, uh, we are too." <laughs> <laughs> they gotta. They got Jen's gotta gotta hang out with somebody else because it, it, at, using Hurley as the English go between is such a bad idea. <laughs> he looks so like anything that Hurley looks guilty of, Jen looks guilty of because he's just sitting there nodding. The poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go P two and Jen just like, "Yep, yep." <laughs> like Jen. So you gotta get a more reliable. Like he has his own unreliable narrator. <laughs> So Sawyer goes off to pee, and uh, who should appear? Buttlock. Accompanied by, did you hear it? The island noises? Yeah. Did you hear the whispers? For like half a second? I, uh, okay. Maybe. I thought I heard something that was weird, but I it's guess It's like I the teeny the tiniest little like, <laughs> and then Locke appears. <laughs> <laughs> so Locke tries to con Sawyer, because everybody is always trying to con Sawyer. <laughs> And yes. almost always succeeding. Locke says that he infiltrated the others, he kidnapped Ben, and dragged him into the jungle, and he wants Sawyer to kill him. And he wants Sawyer to kill him because he knows that Sawyer is a murderer already. And so he basically wants Sawyer to do his dirty work. And Sawyer's like, yeah. well, fuck that, I'm not doing that. So then Locke starts to leave, and Sawyer's like, oh, and he runs to catch up with him. And we see that Horrible lock smirk. It's so good. Oh my god, with the crazy that eyes. Incredible lock smirk. Yeah, I know it's pretty good. So Sawyer catches up to him and he's asking about his file, and this is where Locke slips up. He's fully back in his season one shit. By the way, this whole episode. Oh yeah, and I hate it. Um, I man, I which, and, and of course when I say it. I hate it, <laughs> I love it too. But no, I I know, but it's it's. We're, it's it's back at that this like ah this is the lock that it's I peak lock this is the this is the he, he's the same as the day I fell in love with him <laughs> oh god so Locke is he's fucked up a little bit because Sawyer's asking him about his file and he basically tells him everything that's in it except he omits the part about why. His dad killed his mom. Yes. 
And it's like, I know everything else about your life, but conveniently, I don't know that, right? So Sawyer knows that something is fishy. He jumps him, and Locke looks really scared, and he's just like, ah, you know, I really need you to do this, but I can't tell you why. And he he can't do it himself, so it has to be Sawyer, but he can't tell him why. And Sawyer's like, fucking, all right, whatever. So he lets him up. He says, I'll bring Ben back to camp, but I'm not going to kill him. And Locke says, when you talk to him, you'll change your mind. Or when you hear what he has to say, you'll change your mind. Yeah. So I'm going to say Sawyer didn't fall for the con this time because he at least knew something was up. Cutting him some slack. How the fuck was he going to know who was really in that room, right? No, I I mean, the, the whole thing, like. I'm just relieved that really... he at least knew something was fishy because every single time on this show that someone has tried to trick him, they have succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, he was like, wait a second. Oh, God. Poor guy. I mean, it's, a, it's a, yeah, I mean, it, and honestly, at this point, anybody that has been there with Locke the whole time, if he comes up to you and asks you to do something, you, I, I would be suspicious. Yeah, you can never assume that he's actually telling you the truth at all. Cool. No, and, and or if he's telling you the truth, it's like, a, it's. It's a lie by, um, by omission. omission. Yeah. 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 It's like, hey, can you can you come help me cut this tree down? It's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> this it's just everything he does is so suspicious. And so it's it is nice to see because obviously he's like smart, like in a street smart kind of way, or he's supposed to be. But he no, does, yeah, he is. I think that he does get got quite a few. He times. gets got a lot on the and you know I'm I'm making fun of him, but he gets got. On this island, like anybody would. It's either people that right. he trusts or it's fucking Ben who's terrifying, right? But this time it's Locke <laughs> who's not terrifying. He's just the kooky asshole who, kooky who asshole. talks a big game, but then as soon as you jump him, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my God, please. Right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's not going to fall for Locke shit. So thank God. So they're still walking along and... Locke says that it's not his place to tell Sawyer what Ben is going to say to him. He has to just wait and hear it himself. And they stop, and I wish... I wish that if Locke, like, had a soul, that this would be the moment that he would let Sawyer go back to camp and just be like, never mind. Yeah. They're sitting by this stream, and Sawyer tells Locke about the man that he killed in Sydney. And he says... You know, I thought that it was somebody else. Uh, it was a mistake. And Locke says, well, who did you mean to kill? And it's like, <sighs> this moment so clearly shows that Sawyer is not a murderer. And he's not a killer. And this is not good for him. <laughs> no. And just let the poor man go. Oh, but you're so chicken shit and you can't do this by yourself. I hate him so much. I hate that he does this to Sawyer in this episode. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, God. Oh, it, seeing him manipulate somebody like this is, yeah, is like knowing like a double-edged sword. Knowing everything that he knows and sitting here and listening to Sawyer like open up to him like this. Ugh, just let him go. But he doesn't. They go nope. to the Black Rock. And it's Sawyer's first time seeing it. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, only, like, two people have seen this. So Ben is locked up in the brig, supposedly. 
And we hear yelling. We hear muffled yelling. And Sawyer's like, well, son of a bitch. Yeah, he does have somebody. Sawyer is still insisting that he's not going to kill him. And Locke's like, yeah, all right. So he walks in and then Locke immediately slams the door shut and locks him in. With not Ben, but Cooper. Cooper. And they are both very confused. (laughs) Yes, they are. And then, out of the blue, unrelated to what's going on, Rousseau shows up. Rousseau shows up. dynamite. And uh, she doesn't seem too interested in what's going on with Locke. She's just kind of like, ah, do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> I mean, it's... it. <laughs> she's She's got, like, like, resting, intense distrust face. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, and I mean, how could you not? No, I know, but it's just so funny. Every time she shows up, she's scowling so fucking hard yeah. at everybody <laughs> yeah she and is kind she, of just looking at him the way she looks at everybody I, and I always just love to like hear her internal monologue <laughs> when she shows up and Locke is in there yeah. and just like what is what is her like isolation adult brain right coming up with in that moment mm-hmm. and I just I it's they always have like little bit parts like in, in the different episodes but this was yeah. such a short part where they have a character that is like fairly significant she just shows up yeah and he's like dynamite's over there yeah she's like okay be careful that was it (laughs) which is funny coming from Locke. yeah for fuck's sake um by the way Uh, i just can't wait to do see what she's uh, yeah i was about to say in case you're interested we are gonna see what the dynamite is oh yeah i can't that yeah okay that's like the bit that's like the biggest that's like a if chekhov's gun was a tank (laughs) The biggest smoking but gun. But wouldn't it be kind of fun, though, if we just never found out? <laughs> I mean, that, would, that wouldn't that would be entirely out of character for the show. Yeah. But. but no, we will. So, Sawyer's pissed. He's locked up in the room. He says he's going to shoot Locke through the door. <laughs> but Locke knows that he doesn't have any bullets in the gun. If you had any bullets in that gun, then why would you hold a knife to my throat? And Sawyer's like, damn it! <laughs> also... Locke can just, like, move. Yeah, whatever. He can't see him. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Why would he assume he's... Why would he assume that Locke is standing, like, stock still, like a soldier at at, at arms in front of that door the entire time? Locke is, like, sitting on a barrel somewhere. I don't know. (laughs) It's so funny. Anyway, it's not intimidating at all. It doesn't work for many reasons. (laughs) For many reasons. But then Cooper reveals to Sawyer that the bald-headed bastard outside the door is my son. And we get another bomb. So, was there ever a time where you believed that Cooper really did just appear on the island? Because you get... I don't know. It it was such a vague... You get what he's saying in this part, right? Yeah, you got, like, kidnapped, essentially. Yes, yes, okay. So, but before all of this, when Ben was like, I don't know, John, how did he get here? Like, did you buy into any of that? Or did you just assume the whole time that they did it? I assume they they had done something somehow. Yeah. You know, I, I guess like past, past like the black box thing, I didn't really think much about it. Just in terms of, I was just kind of more focused on like what, I guess what he was doing with Locke. But yeah, I didn't really think much about it past that. Yeah. So now we get a pretty clear reveal that the others just straight up took him, right? Yeah, and this is where he's, he's like, I, uh, we're, hey, guess what? We're in hell. Yeah, we're in hell. <laughs> um, he says, 
that, you know, they must be dead. He got in a car wreck. He remembers the paramedics smiling at him and giving him an IV. And then he remembers nothing until he woke up on the island and saw Locke. And he's like, but, you know, we're all dead. And He's like, what? I see my son that I pushed out. Yeah, 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 that I pushed out. Of an eight-story window. He's like, oh, well, no, he didn't die from that. He died because y'all's plane crashed. Yeah. And they found all your corpses at the bottom of a trench. Yeah. So this is now a totally unrelated character from Naomi saying the same thing. The same thing. So that at least seems to be true. It is common knowledge that this plane was found. I mean, it's that it's like a cover up or something, right? I mean, it's uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I it, it could be that yeah, there was a whole plan, and they they found all their doppelgangers or their clones or their alternate reality cells at the bottom of the ocean. But I really kind of think that it was something more more of just like cut and dry middle middleos, yeah, or, or whoever is back on yeah. The, uh, the mainland yeah. or the uh, the real timeline or timeline prime or whatever the <laughs> fuck we want to call it yeah we will uh we will definitely find out a definitive answer to that okay so regardless he knows about it too he says he's dead because the plane is flying crashed in the pacific and then he says are you sure we're on an island it's a little hot for heaven isn't it yeah. best <laughs> best line uh, Very good. If this isn't hell, friend, then where are we? Where are we? And Sawyer's like, you know, I'm going to put a pin in that. Great question. Well, he's like, I'm going to put a pin in that, basically. And he says, well, why did you throw Locke out a window? <laughs> and he says the C word. He says, Locke was becoming a nuisance. I conned him into giving me one of his kidneys, and he never got over it. And now yep. everything is clicking into place, and Sawyer understands why he's here and who this guy must be. And he asks him if he's ever gone by another name. And he lists off all these names, including Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. Sawyer says, well, how about that? Sawyer's my name, too. So, please, God, did you figure this out before this episode? Or were you blown away by this? Uh, We kind of, like, had me and Larissa had discussed it prior to this. Like, the the possibility of him being his the the guy that like okay. got his that fucked up his family. Yeah, okay. I tried to drop some big hints leading up to this episode. Not not like in recent history because it hasn't come up, but like every time we see Cooper off island and he's like I'm a con man, not a killer or whatever, it's like a con man, eh? <laughs> 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 so for me like basically as soon as we hear Cooper, the first time we hear the word con associated with Cooper, I was like, well, motherfucker, I wonder, right? Yeah. And then, but but I was like, that's, that's, that's kind of ridiculous, right? I was like, no, he's, a, you know, this was back before we were having all these crazy connections, right? Right. So I, my mindset wasn't there yet, but I was just like, that would be crazy. And then in season two, at the beginning, we have... Christian and Ana Lucia going to Australia and confronting angry blonde woman about, I want to see my daughter. And I was like, holy shit. I wonder if that's Claire. And then I, I like really believed that one. Cause I was like, I mean, come on, right. A blonde Australian daughter that he wants to see. It's gotta be Claire. So then right. I was like, 
oh my god, I wonder if the Sawyer thing is also true. So I felt so fucking validated the first time I saw this episode. I was like, yes, oh my god, I wasn't crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, uh, I I mean, it probably should have been more obvious to me, but, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, because of the, I guess not, it's not really a slow burn, because the show is pretty crazy from the get-go, but like, the slow burn of the realizing that all of these characters are connected to each other, right? I feel yes. like that was a pretty natural, like, to to maybe think, oh, I, I wonder, but then to kind of shrug it off, like, that would be kind of crazy. But then by the time we get to season three, it's like, nope, just kidding. These people are all fucking <laughs> connected to all each other. <laughs> so, In the craziest ways possible. God, it's so, it's so amazing and so exciting. It's exciting because this show is like, it's a puzzle that you can solve, but it's it's not predictable in the slightest. So you feel so proud of yourself when you do figure out something. <laughs> and I, my problem, I think, is that I find myself like getting into the weeds on a lot of stuff. That some stuff is just like, oh, it is that. You know what I mean? Like if you just like sit there and like think through the things that have been presented to you, yeah, it comes out. Yeah, but there's so many other things that. I, all the like the different like crazy esoteric angles and stuff like that that really I get it like I really get into that th- thought process and so everything else just kind of yeah yeah I get is that. not yeah. I just don't think about yeah. it and it's just and that's and I mean there's yeah. also I mean, too much to remember right like all of the personal I do struggle with trying to remember all, all of the personal mysteries and the and the little things that were introduced to I mean fuck did you even remember like the existence of the Black Rock until we went there in this episode, right? It's like, there's just, there's so many little things that are introduced that we don't see for a while, and they all have their own little mystery attached to them, and it's like, oh yeah, that's right, I was trying to figure out last season what this is supposed to be, but then I forgot, because we didn't talk about it. (laughs) So it's kind of like that with Sawyer, it's like, oh yeah, I forgot that, uh, that I thought a season ago that maybe Cooper was his con man, but then it never came up again, so I forgot about it. <laughs> and I also can't like for shows that are like ongoing, like in the current day. Yeah. Or even shows that are more traditional TV, like like I watched Breaking Bad when it was basically wrapping up. Yeah. But I was able to go and like read synopsises and stuff. Yeah. Without it spoiling <laughs> yeah. the next season. Yeah, yeah. But I can't do that with Lost. Oh, sure can't. Because everything is tied together. Yeah. And so, like, I remember one, this is, like, way early on, and I haven't does, done it since, but it was, like, one of the episodes of season one, I was like, ah, I can't remember what happened last time, and I went to the Wikipedia page, and all of these names and things were blue links. Oh, no. To something else, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> all of this is something. Yeah, everything. I was like, well, I can never, I can never do that again. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> I can't. I can't even read a fucking IMDb synopsis of an episode. Because <laughs> even 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 just like indicating that a, a certain thing has like another article right, about yeah, it. Yeah, like is oh, this will this will be significant again. Well, oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's funny. So Sawyer is having this realization. He learns that Cooper used to go by Sawyer too. He says, "Have you ever been to Jasper, Alabama?" Jasper, Alabama. God, Co- I I want to do what Sawyer does to Cooper in this scene. 
Oh, yeah. He is being such a shithead. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been to Jasper. Don't tell me I'm your daddy. And he says, no, you killed my daddy. So Sawyer pulls out the letter and he's going to make Cooper read it. And Cooper is mocking him. The whole time. Yeah, he's like, do you remember my mom? Uh, Her name was Mary. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember Mary from Jasper, Alabama. He says she practically begged me to take her money and save her from her sorry life. And so (sighs) Sawyer forces him to read the letter, but he's just... Making fun of the whole thing. Flippant about it. He blah, blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah yeah. whatever. And then Sawyer screams at him to finish the letter. And he's like, okay. And he rips it up. Yep. And Sawyer fucking takes care of he it. He finishes it. He fucking strangles that fuck. Oh, God, that was so satisfying. It was so satisfying. But also, no. <sighs> I wish that none of this had to happen to him. Oh my god. I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess, I, I mean, like, learning that and then being able to immediately get your revenge would be pretty satisfying, wouldn't it? I don't know. Maybe that's just my own broken brain, but like. So here's what upsets me so much about this Sawyer was moving on. True. He was becoming a better person. He was maybe, possibly, on the verge of believing that he was a better person, right? Not just doing good things, but, like, maybe he eventually could, like, not hate himself, right? Right. The last thing he needed was to be locked in a room and reminded and and forced to be in this room with this man that he never needed to see or think about again. Like, he he could have had his fresh start on the island. And regardless of, like, how he moves forward from this, it sucks so bad that Locke did this to him. It was definitely not a good thing for Locke to do. Yes, agreed. Like, I'm not not saying that this is going to fuck Sawyer up. Like, we're going to see where his character goes from here. But, like, he's not a killer. Like strangling Anthony Cooper to death is not what he needed. What he needed was to never see him again. (laughs) Right. And maybe it was cathartic for him, right? Like you said, confronting him and the way that he was so flippant about it and then getting to just get his revenge. But like, revenge is usually not a good thing for you, like spiritually, (laughs) as as a human being. (laughs) <laughs> Enacting revenge is usually not great for you. And yeah, and Locke just like, it's kind of the same way that I feel about, again, his season one shit with Charlie and like the heroine. It's like, at the end of the day, it might be better for that person. Like, maybe this is what Sawyer needed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a hard no, it's not what he needed, but maybe it is what he needed. But he forces it on people, and it's not... It's not right for him to do that. It's not his place for him to do that. And also, he's only doing it to get what he wants, right? Like, right. He's. I, I mean, and Locke's position in this is is not defensible. Yeah, I I know that we've we've gone back and forth on this podcast about like, does it really matter why somebody did something, right? Or does the only thing that matters is the outcome? 
But I would argue on this show specifically, and also in life, <laughs> the reasons why <laughs> people do things are very important. And the fact that Locke forced Sawyer into this, and it was it was purely because he needed this to get done so he could join the club, but he couldn't do it himself, right? Well, the the pro the problem is the is that is the the concept of agency. Yeah, and that a Sawyer's agency was essentially removed. Yeah, from yeah, him. and this whole fucking thing was supposed to be, uh, what did Ben say? A gesture of free will, right? Right. Ben at least gave some some illusion of free will with Locke. He didn't lock him in a fucking room and be like, "All right, right we're not going anywhere until you kill him." You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's it's also it also uh, like comes to the concept of like actual f how like free will and agency is kind of a spectrum in yeah. the sense that like okay, he still chose to kill him, but he was also placed in a situation that made it much more likely that that was going to happen yeah, exactly. against his own will. Yeah. He was in that room that, against his own will. Yes. And so I, I, I do think that, like, what, what Locke did was was bad. Yes. It's one of those things, like, what Locke did was bad because it took somebody's agency from them. Yeah. What Sawyer did was both... Good and bad, because Anthony Cooper definitely deserved to die. Yes, but it was bad overall because he was forced to do something that really was against his. Again, he didn't have agency, and it was probably bad for him. Like you know, overall psych psychologically, Nor normally killing somebody isn't a great thing, right? For anybody, really, <laughs> right? Even if it is uh, justifiable, yeah, it still like takes a toll, right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's very morally complicated. Yeah, it um, is. It's it good is. that Anthony Cooper, Cooper is dead. It is, yeah. He deserved every second of that, but it's bad the way that it played out. What Locke did is just definitely not morally defensible. Yeah. Uh, and now Sawyer is the one that has to pay the price for it, and that's kind of how Locke operates. Exactly. This this death, this totally deserved death, but still a death, is going to weigh on Sawyer and not Locke. And that fucking yeah. sucks. Yep. And that's like... I like that they are really get like just keep getting into like a, real, a much darker place with Locke, like with like the implications of what he's doing. Yeah, and it's because it starts off as just like him kind of being just like this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, right? Like ide idealist. Yeah, uh, and now he's like he's still kind of like that, except that he's he's able to push all of these consequences onto other people, and so he does it. Yeah, he's he is such a beautifully complicated person. Like, after all that he does in this episode, so that he can become another, to then tell Sawyer, oh, by the way, here's this tape recorder. They're gonna come yeah. to camp. And, you know, like... yeah. To, to show that he still does care about his people. And I, I think even even that is not as innocent as it seems. I think that that gesture was just as much about fucking Ben over as it was about saving, you know, the camp, right? Right. I mean, he, he, he's not being guided by... He's being guided by, like, his own internal morality, which is no longer in sync with, like, kind of a general understanding right. of moral choices. But and it's I, guided by this, like, deep... 
spiritual yeah. connection that he's developed that overrides all reason. I do I do like to think that there is part of him that was just like, oh, I don't really want <laughs> the pregnant women to get kidnapped, right? Like, that's fucked up. But, like, also, Richard just told me that people are not happy with what Ben is doing, so thwarting his plan will only be good for me, right? I also think that if somehow the pregnant women being kidnapped was integral to, like, the island operation or, or something like that, he would be okay with it. Oh, yeah. If he if he understood, like, why it was happening and he was convinced that it was somehow linked to what the island wants, 100% he would let it happen. Yeah. But all that he knows is Richard said they don't really care about the fertility problems and that only Ben does and... <laughs> I want to be better than Ben, so I'm going to fuck up his plan. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he, he tells him everything about Juliet being a mole, working for Ben, blah, 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 three days from now. And he tells him specifics. Three days from now, there's going to be a raid and they're going to take them. And Sawyer's like, well, they're not going to believe me because I've been telling people not to trust her since she showed up. And so the lock gives him the tape recorder and he's like, let him listen to this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... uh. That's where he leaves Sawyer, and then the last we see of Locke in this episode is that amazing shot of him oh, man. lifting up Cooper and walking off to join the club. Yeah. God. And then we have a really interesting bit with Naomi. Yes, and Thank Naomi. God. I always breathe a sigh of relief when a new character's name is said in an episode. When they just like offhandedly said <laughs> Naomi, I was like, oh, thank God I can say it now. Ugh. Say it now, yeah. <laughs> so, towards the beginning of the episode, Charlie is in the little island kitchen, which I uh, I love the little island kitchen set with the little breakfast tray and everything. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I just it's a really, nice, like, I really like it. Staple yeah. of 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 kind of like I don't know what the term is, but it's it's like a a a, a, a grounding piece that they use yeah, to kind of yeah. like reset the like narrative flow yeah. of of an episode exactly. It's like, oh, Charlie's at the pantry. He's in the pantry, yeah. <laughs> canned apricots and whatever, and some mangoes or whatever the fuck. <laughs> so Jack asked Charlie about why they went camping, and he's being kind of evasive, and he ends up saying male bonding. And Jack <laughs> is like, all right, well, next time you go, sign me up. And Charlie's like, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd, like to, I'd like to bond with you guys, too. <laughs> so... I love throughout this episode this theme of nobody trusts Jack anymore, right? Yeah, like for good reason. Yeah, yeah, for a good fucking reason. So yeah, Charlie goes back. He brings the food back to the tent, and Desmond is like, "We should, we can't tell Jack about what's going on with Naomi unless you guys can tell me for sure that you still trust him." And Hurley and Charlie don't say anything and he's like exactly <laughs> yeah. he says you better bring us someone we can trust and of course the someone we can trust is saeed good old saeed good old saeed and saeed the first thing he says is you haven't told jack this good <laughs> <laughs> um because also i love also hurley's line where he's like can you keep a secret can you keep a secret <laughs> yeah oh my god so again obviously saeed is like sick of jack shit right um oh yeah so i love that the first thing he says is like let's make sure jack doesn't find out so now he gets naomi's story about how the entire plane was found they found all the bodies in there 
And he says, well, we're obviously not dead. So he says, if you're not here for us, then who are you here for? She says, Desmond. And we get a new interesting piece of information. So we already figured that she was hired by Penelope, right? Because she had the picture and everything. So she's hired by Penelope. And given this set of coordinates that Penelope probably got in that scene that we that we heard at the end of season two, right? Um, right. From the electromagnetic activity. So they got these coordinates and were told to search there, but there was nothing there. It was the middle of the ocean. So she was just kind of sweeping back and forth around these coordinates. And then all of a sudden, through the clouds, she sees this island. And didn't she say something about Bali? She says that's where the plane was found, off the coast of Bali. Off the coast of Bali, which is quite a distance away. Yes. From uh, where they were supposedly supposed to be. Yes, it is very far away. So she sees the island all of a sudden through the clouds, starts to fly towards it, and then the helicopter freaks out. And she has to bail. And Saeed doesn't buy it. Yeah. He asks Desmond, he's like, did you actually see the helicopter? And Desmond's like, no. Oh, and the other thing she says is there's a freighter nearby, right? That's that's where the helicopter took off from. Right. this freighter. So somewhere out there is a freighter that they can... Eight, 80 knots off of uh, yeah, the coast. That they can uh, potentially communicate with. So Saeed doesn't buy it. He says, I take it you have no means of communicating with that freighter. And she pulls out the phone and hands it to him. And says, remind me not to rescue you, Saeed. (laughs) So do we we believe her story? Or are we conditioned to just not believe anybody anymore, like Saeed? Kind of conditioned not to believe anybody. So, first of all, like, the the whole thing, like, as they reveal more information about this plane crash, like, what they found, it makes less and less sense. Okay. If you have a plane that crashes into the water, you are never going to find all the bodies. They assume everyone is dead. They do a search for survivors, but they never recover all the bodies. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, you would have to literally be following the plane as it goes down. Right. To get all the bodies. And they say, oh, they found it four miles down in a trench, and they found all the bodies. No. <laughs> Sorry, no. Yeah. Not how that works. Yeah. Also, Bali is, like, the wrong direction. It's supposed to be from Sydney to LA. Yeah. Yeah. It's a totally wrong direction. Yeah. That's that's northwest. Yeah. They had to fly over the entire con- continent of Australia. Yeah. I guess, is Australia a continent anymore? Isn't it Australasia now? I don't know. Fuck it. Totally wrong direction. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. At all. So, but there's multiple people that have repeated this story. She's the one that gave the most details. Right. But, I mean, does that mean that she's lying, or does that mean that that's what... No, it just means that... that that's what the public been, believes. It, that's what the public believes, which is... Anybody would believe that is beyond me. So... Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> she says, you know, oh, they went down there with one of those little camera thingies, right? I feel like the general public would believe that pretty easily, right? Because how fucking buck wild would it be to be like, well, this doesn't really make sense, it must be fake. Not like fake, if you but if like... you see with your own eyes, like you're watching the news or whatever, and it's like, oh my god, they found the plane. Oh, they're sending a camera down. Oh my god, look at all the bodies. No, but the concept of having found all the bodies, I wouldn't. Right, but I still, if you were sitting at home watching it on TV, right, it would it would if be I a pretty a... big leap. If you are just a normal if, citizen who's not watching, if I was Lost. a normal person and and wasn't 
suspicious of literally right. everything I see to the point where it's become a problem <laughs> then for my own mental the health. General then yes, you know what? Would, would, Probably would, you're correct. Yes, would accept it. Yes. So she has freely. She seems to be telling the truth, right? She's got this picture. What she thinks is the what truth, she thinks yes. is the truth. Yet, but I mean about all of it, right? She's pretty fucking convincing because we know separately that Penelope was looking for the island and did find something. So yeah, it's a it's a pretty you know. All right, this is the woman that she hired, right? Or this is part of the team that she hired, uh, and the rest of them are, you know, waiting offshore. And it makes sense with everything that we've seen with anything that gets close to the island, right? Fucking crashes. (laughs) So. Yeah, and they always seem to, like, pass through something first. Like, oh, I was in the clouds, and then boom, there's the island. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Like, there's always some kind of transitional space, which is common for stuff like that, where you have, like, disappearances or, like, weird paranormal, like, instances like this, where there is always, like, a transitional space that obscures... Something. Right. So. And then she, you know, freely hands over the phone to Saeed, I feel like is another big thing. Like, obviously, she doesn't have much choice in the matter, right? They found it in her bag. They knew about it. She wasn't going to pretend she didn't have it. But I think it's kind of significant that she didn't try to pull any weird shit. Like, try to, for some reason, convince him that she had to keep it or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the only one who could use it or something stupid like that, right? I feel like when we have characters that are lying, they usually talk a little too much. And you know, she's pretty straightforward. Yeah, she's I, just I think like, she th- uh, yeah, I do have a way to communicate. Here, here it is. <laughs> I think she's telling the truth based on as, whatever is as she believes the truth it. Of her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Saeed has the phone now. He's trying to get it to work, but something is jamming the signal. And then the worst possible person to catch them catches them and it's kate fucking kate so it there there should be like a fucking like sitcom jingle that plays when she walks up because it's like all right how long is she gonna last before she tells jack <laughs> right <laughs> it, uh, like literally no time yep so she sees the phone and she's like what's that <laughs> so they tell her everything and so she immediately goes to jack about it rat she she just still trusts him you know which is yeah but i think it's also part of her like still trying to like ingratiate oh for sure yeah like him even though she saw or he saw her porking still your girlfriend sawyer yeah girlfriend even though i'm sleeping with sawyer in his tent and you clearly got a new girlfriend (laughs) but here i'm gonna rat out on people that specifically asked me not to tell you something yeah so she needs to talk to Jack. She wants Juliet to go away. Juliet's like, okay. And Jack's like, no, she stays. So God. she tells Jack about Naomi. And he says, why didn't anybody tell me this? And the only good thing to come out of this is that Kate yells at him and is like, because nobody trusts you. <laughs> yeah. Juliet is smirking the whole time. And she turns <laughs> to Jack and says, we should tell her. And he says, not yet. So Jack kind of sucks right now. Also, what is that all about? What is Juliet? What do they know that we don't? What do you think? Uh, I mean, it's got to be something to do with, like, all the stuff they learned about, like, being able to, ha- like, the process of getting on and off the island and what's involved in that and the communication 
Like, does Kate know about the station? She wasn't there for that, was she? The Mikhail? Yeah, she was there for that. Yeah. Okay. So... So then she would... Okay, well, that doesn't make any much sense. I, I mean, I guess they know something about, like, the barrier around the island or something. Kate has been privy to the knowledge that none of the communication stuff works ever since the sky turned purple. She heard Mikhail said that to her and Saeed. Now, That's that was right. while he was lying about a bunch of other stuff, so maybe she doesn't believe it, but, like, she do- she has been made aware of the fact that whatever ability there was to leave or communicate doesn't work anymore. And she knows, I think everybody knows that Locke blew up the sub. <laughs> yes. So yeah, she, she knows all of that stuff. So there could be more that Juliet has told Jack about that topic. Um, but as far as we know, Kate knows a lot about, you know, not being able to get off the island, basically. Correct. So what else could it be? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, am I missing something here? I mean, what is something else that she knows that we don't? That or that, 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 uh, that she knows that the, the other survivors don't know? I've drawn a blank. Well, we will learn very soon what she has told Jack. I cannot... What am I... What am I, I mean, missing? it's pretty big. But I can't tell you anything else. I can't tell you anything else. Well, we, but we've heard it before. Yep. So give me a hint. I can't. I want you to figure it out. Give me a hint. <laughs> what do you mean? Give me a hint. I've already heard it. Give me a hint. Uh, all right. Let me think about this. No, I'm not going to tell you. We're going to have to wait and find out. We'll find out very soon what she told Jack. But I don't want to spoil it. I thought I was hoping that you would figure it out. But well, I can't. I, I can't. Like, dis- I'm a disappointment no, again. No, I just don't want to like blatantly spoil it and if i give you a hint it'll be very obvious so we will learn very soon what she's smirking and whispering to jack about i love her so much but man that smirk really gets under my skin (laughs) oh i love it (laughs) it makes me so mad i'm like just stop that's that's her primary character i know (laughs) and it's it's funny when it's like applicable but it's just like her default facial expression and it, it, she does it a lot at times where she should not be smirking and it makes me she's got resting smug face <laughs> she really does <laughs> so anyway um they're in on some little secret that we will learn i feel fucking stupid don't feel no wait a second my goal was not for you to feel stupid <laughs> i feel like i sh- this should have just immediately come to my mind no there's a lot there's there's a very long list of things that juliet knows that the other survivors don't know and we'll find out what specifically okay. she has told Jack. But don't feel bad. There's so much. The survivors know nothing. Okay. Juliet knows everything. <laughs> so it could be anything. <laughs> True. Um, okay. But, yeah, Jack's, Jack sucks right now. Um, I don't like this. <laughs> like, I do not like this side of Jack. This, you know, it's one thing to... To trust Juliet when no one else does, right? Because you have your own reasons for that. But this, like, secret keeping with Juliet, right? It's just so douchey. We should tell her, no, not yet. Like, oh, shut the hell up, Jack. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, I hate that so much. Oh, it's gross. It's like they have a little, they have a little, like, inside joke. 
Yeah, it's like you don't get to fucking do yeah, that. Yeah, you... <laughs> you brought Judas back here. Like, <laughs> I guess Judy. Judy. It's not Judas. Yeah, so. Judy Iscariot. It's. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> um, Fuck. But that was um that was season three episode nineteen of the brig. Oh man, you these episodes are just getting so fucking. I know. It, like, just the stuff that gets they are doing a good like. I feel like they're I don't know maybe it's just because of like what's been happening, but I feel like they are paying some stuff off like maybe at a oh, little yeah. better rate than than before. Um, so it, it, it makes it more satisfying. Yeah, to a certain extent. Because obviously, like, having questions is good, but there have been points in this show where there are so many questions that it felt... Yeah, it's like, let's move it along a over, little bit. Like, yeah. I, I, like, like, I'm literally just... I'm not going to be able to keep up with all this. So yeah. can we cross some stuff off the list? <laughs> like, just a couple things. Yeah, man, just you should have been things. there a couple weeks ago when... I guess it was before we did um, DOC, which was our previous episode. I was, like, yes. looking at the list of... So I could write down the next episode title. And I was like, oh my god, this one's DOC. Oh my god, and then it's the brig. Oh my god, and then it's made behind the curtain. Oh my god, and then it's greatest hit. I was just like, my voice was getting higher and higher. And Ricky was like, honey? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yes, it's all popping off. Oh my god. Yes, popping off is one. Yes. Oh god, the rest of the season. It makes me so frustrated every time I rewatch this show. Because like... It's hard for me to kind of admit when there are parts of the show that are not as good as others, but when you get to the end of season three, you really can feel how much the beginning of season three was kind of poo-poo a little bit. Just in comparison, right? In comparison, yes. And it's always so frustrating to me. I'm like, man, they really almost dropped the ball (laughs) in like the first, you know, half of this season. But then it's like, this more than makes up for it. Holy shit. Do you have an alternate title for this one? Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know how to work this into a little joke, but it's it's almost like, uh, it's like, it's like Locke was Jigsaw, kind of. Oh, no. <laughs> From the Saw movies. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, put, he put Sawyer in a scenario where he liked to save himself. He had to kill somebody. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's not too. I mean, it's, I mean, you're it's not like wrong. An exaggeration, yeah. but it's kind of what he did. You're not wrong. I don't know. Maybe uh, like father son reunion or oh, uh, it's a uh, uh, Sophie's choice, Sawyer's choice. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, that's got to be it. Okay. Okay. There we go. Oh, God. Oh, get there eventually. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. I have a couple of fun facts for you. One is just a little teeny tiny inconsistency that I've noticed in this episode. The, the timing is weird in the flashbacks a little bit. When we see Ben listening to Juliet's recording. Okay. So... He's listening that, to that like at least yeah. a day before she would have actually recorded it. I thought that was weird, but I wasn't sure about the time actual yeah. timeline. But like the if they had at if some they had points just, during the eight days, it felt off. Yeah, if they had just had that been like a couple days 
later, you know, in the in that flashback sequence. It would have made sense. Um, and that's not time fuckery. That's I think that's just a mistake. It's just, it's, it's just a mistake. Yeah. No, I'm so don't get too excited about that one. I honestly was just like, well, uh, whatever. We'll we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the only other thing I really got for you is pointing out that Sawyer was barefoot for this whole episode. Yes. Which is a lot like the character Tom Sawyer is always barefoot. Oh, okay. That's all I got for you, though. Tom Sawyer. <laughs> this makes me think of, uh... <laughs> we, we, but, but, uh... But Jesus, when there were only one set of footprints on in the sand, what was happening then? Oh, well, that's when you were carrying the corpse of your father. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Notice how the footprints are extra deep. <laughs> Um, Marshall. No. The next what? episode. The next episode is called "The Man Behind the Curtain." Oh, please be about Joshua. What an exciting! I'm sorry. What's the guy's name? Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> oh Fuck. man. Please be about Jacob. There, cut that in. No, absolutely not. You have to keep it, Joshua. <laughs> I know. Joshua. You know what I meant. I'm writing Joshua. You know what I meant, Jacob. Lock, uh, Marshall thinks it's going to be about Joshua. I mean, Jacob. <laughs> Yakub. All right, we will find Man. out. I mean, if, if I had to pick somebody that wasn't that, I mean, hand behind the curtain. Who would be the next logical have- choice? If it's I mean, not. Ben. Or Ben. Because we haven't had a Ben. We sure haven't. Flashback. We sure have We've had a Juliet, so we've established that. Well. It's doable. But we haven't. It's such a good episode. Oh, man. I want to go watch it right now. <laughs> I don't want to wait a week. <laughs> I mean, you can and go I've... watch it. Oh, I mean, yeah, because I've seen. Doesn't matter if I watch it. For the eleventh <laughs> time. Oh god. It's so good. Uh yeah, so could be Jacob or Ben. We will find out uh, next week. And let's see. We had some body reach out on social media. Let me find it. Uh we got a message from a new listener on Instagram, or I don't know if they're a new listener, but it's first time reaching out. The username is Brown Carl on Instagram. <laughs> Hello, Brown Carl. Brown Carl. They are really enjoying the pod. They just listened to One of Us, uh, which was the Juliet episode. Yes. They recommend, they second the recommendation that we should watch Dark next or The Leftovers. And they put in their two cents for their version of a lost musical episode. Oh, yeah. And I don't, (laughs) unfortunately, I don't know this uh, reference, but I will read it in case the audience does. They would want to see the cast of Lost performing the songs from the South Park movie. Oh, wow. So Okay, so I guess you know this. Um, Yeah, yes. So they would like. Yes, I was a college student. (laughs) Uh... Hey, I watched South Park like back in the day, but it's been a hot minute since I've watched it. So, let's see. They would want Charlie to sing Stan's song, the smoke monster to sing Up There, 
um, Ben to sing I Can Change, and Rousseau and the gang at the end of season one going to the others would sing La Resistance. Those are some D cuts. So, I don't know what any of that means, but anybody who watches South Park out there, there you go. Sounds good to me. So, if you are enjoying the show, you can reach out to us on Twitter, A Jungle of Mystery, on Instagram, A Jungle of Mystery Pod, or you can email us. Uh, we have a Gmail, Jungle of Mystery Pod at gmail.com. Yep. If you're listening to the podcast, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, and a couple other ones that you're already on. <laughs> and yeah, next week is going to be the man behind the curtain. And I can't wait. I really wish we could just go talk about it right now. But we got to wait a week. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Until then, Marshall, I'll see you in another life, brother. <laughs> when he stepped in that fucking water and his feet were all bloody, I was like, you're gonna get some... Oh god, gross, I know. Necrotizing fasciitis, my guy. Not on this island, though, I guess. It's fine. No, I guess you not. You can do whatever the fuck there, you there's want. There's no flesh-eating bacteria, just go ahead. <laughs> there and are no rules. <laughs> quite literally, rub some dirt in it. Ugh. Fuck it. <laughs>